You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the most interesting thing in tech from Nick Thompson, editor in chief of Wired Magazine. Hello, it's Monday. Welcome back from the weekend. The most interesting thing in tech is that Slack, the workplace productivity software, has decided to go public. They're going to do a direct filing, it will happen sometime in the spring. Slack will be worth many, many billions of dollars. The people who invested in Slack and founded Slack will become very, very rich. So there are a couple of things about this company that interest me that date back to its founding. Right? It's a hard product to make succeed. A lot of people had office messaging services. There are all kinds of companies like Facebook that could have won this market. How did Slack succeed? Well, that's a long story, but there are two things that stick out. One. The origins of Slack weren't as a work plus productivity software. They started because the founder, Stuart Butterfield, was trying to build a crazy video game. He had made Flickr, sold it, made a bunch of money, and spent years working on this video game that failed, restarted, failed. But while making the video game, they had written some software for internal communication. And they just tried to make the internal communication really fast and easy. So it's a product that was built almost by accident or was built for another reason. And I think that's part of the reason it actually succeeded. Because when you're building a product just for your own internal communication, you make it really good for internal communication. And you don't worry about all that other stuff that might get in the way. Secondly, and relatedly, Slack started to grow not because it was advertised heavily or because the company tried to iterate and make it something that IT managers wanted. The reason Slack took off is they worked really hard to make employees like it, and to make small groups of employees at large companies want to use it among themselves, and then eventually for them to be so excited about it that they'll tell their friends, and then they'll get the IT managers at the companies to install Slack for everybody. It was very much based on word of mouth and successful product, as opposed to building in a bunch of features, trying to sell the IT managers on those features, or advertising like crazy. And so Slack got the reputation for being really cool and really good, and then it started to take off. I remember when my friends first started telling me about Slack. So then it took off, and there we are today. So that is the most interesting thing in tech. I'll see you tomorrow. Now go back to your offices and chatting with your colleagues on Slack.
Hope you enjoyed this spoken edition of Wired News. And if you'd like more, search for Wired Science and Wired Business. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.